We're battling against time and a demon baby pope this week on The Hapless Heroes. Didn't really have a dick per se. (laughs) That's a yes, baby. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hapless Heroes podcast. My name is Dave, and I will be your host and dungeon master for this evening. And, of course, I will start this evening the same way I start all of them, by introing our cast. I'm going to start from my eeny, meeny, miny left with Mike as Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. I'm here, and I'm ready to fight. At his left, we have Nicole as Boris the Butcher. I'm ready to stab. To her left, we have Zach as Parada Lincolnwoods. Swakadulai, I got a samurai sword. Do I? I don't know. Scimitar? <laughs> it's not it's a not samurai, samurai sword. sword. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, Whatever. Let's just roll with it. Hand in a jar, I've got a scimitar. Yeah, that's good. I like that one. And two. We'll keep both. To his left, we have John as Lord Jarl the Light. How many seconds has it been? And to his left, we have Francesco as the fabulous Felix Fizzlebottom. Don't worry, I have a plan. We last left off in combat that we will now be uh, re-entering, restarting, starting at the top of initiative. There we go, that's better words. That's better words. Just as a recap, our initiative order is Felix Jarrell, Peridil. So... Uh, nope, nope, I'm sorry, that's not the order, that's uh, where I wrote it down. It's Felix Quinn, enemies, Jarrell, Boris, and Paradel. I'm an okay. enemy now. <laughs> I'm under <laughs> oh, the no, enemy Paradel list. Oh no, turned on us. I'm <laughs> neutral evil now. Son Grr. of a bitch. Rough. Yes. Wow. <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, <turn>. yep. <laughs> All right. So at the end of Paradel's turn, uh, we begin back with Felix. Uh, now, um, do we need to get a to play? Let's just get a brief. I mean, I remember. Okay, so like you know, we're I still all have my ten- spirit guardians going. Oh, yeah. So didn't that we just knocked it down to one hit point, and I, it's in my spirit guardians. Does it have to save because it just re-entered the spirit? Oh yeah, guardians? death ward. I, it's right. So this thing did just use its death ward. It has entered the area of the spirit guardians. It was already yeah. in it. Yeah. I totally think that uh, St. Cuthbert and Joseph the Just and my dad would kick its ass when it but came if, back with one health point left. It did come back, but it was already in the space. Mm-hmm. So it would be at the start of its turn. But doesn't that just go from like living thing to rock to living thing? But that rock never left the space. But it's not the same thing. It's a It's corpse. still the same <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think you just want the glory for defeating yeah. it, and yeah. I'm about to steal it is what's about to happen <laughs> there. Well, at least for this thing. Don't worry. There's plenty of fighting to do. I, I doubt that this is the last thing that we're fighting. Okay, no. Jarrell? Oh, no, fine. I know. I'm, I'm mostly worried about running away from this tower. So, okay. What I also recall is that I had sent my, uh, what, the, my little... Um, 
ghouls uh, towards the different bombs uh, to hopefully just kind of act like as a meat shield for us in case we can't get away in time. Um, but while they're over there, I'm going to try to Eldritch Blast this thing because uh, it, it, it stood back up and I don't want to wait till Jarell's turn to do something about that. Uh, I'm going to seize the initiative, as they say. And just in case somehow the first three bolts will miss, uh, I'm going to fire all four <laughs> at the demon baby pope. Because that's what you do when something resurrects itself. You just keep shooting it until it dies again. Yes. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm glad I rolled all four. Uh, so why don't we start with the good numbers first, yeah? Let's start with those. <laughs> Let's start with those. And I like how this is uh, being couched here. So uh, I rolled a 29. Yes, you did. A 19. Of course. A 16. Of course. And? And a nat one. Of course you did, because we just a story otherwise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, three of those bolts, I think, are right on target. They are right on target, and they do impact. Wonderful. And um, they hit Demon Baby Pope. Yeah, for a lot of a lot of damage. Literally two points shy of max damage. Um, yes. So Ten, a nine, and a nine on the die. Each plus five. Health point left. Twenty-eight. So thirty-eight force damage. Yep. I don't care. I'm giving the number anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can just roll all your fucking dice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and them fighting words. Mm -hmm. The three bolts impact the thought of Vecna directly in the center of mass. Demon Baby Pope is knocked backwards the requisite amount of uh, whatever and falls limply to the ground. I will read just a uh, small excerpt from one of the rules that may come up. When the thought of Vecna is reduced to zero hit points, it is unconscious but does not die. Cool. Does that mean can not die? No, it, it does says, not. It's, there it are other not. things that happen at an unspecified time, but that's not uh, the part of this rule that's getting read out loud. Is the dome still above us? Yes, it is. Okay. Uh, what happens to the fourth bolt? I feel like we should at least address yeah. that because I did roll a nat one and you are the DM. And so you're right. It does. And it's going to fly off pretty wildly. And I need what do I need? I want a D to tell me some things. I'm switching to all my warlock themed dice here. What are the d20s that make me think of magic? The d10. Ooh. Ooh, and that tells me some things. Does it? Does it tell yeah. you good things? Like non-friendly fire things? Tells me interesting things and a d20 <laughs> that tells me ooh, some very interesting things. Okay. So the bolt flies off towards the bomb that is furthest to the right. Okay. And impacts the bomb. Uh-huh. And sends some sparks a-flying. Uh-huh. Jarrell turns to Felix. What if I were to banish that creature out of here? No, no, no. no uh, yeah, sure. Tr try that. Um, and I'm How gonna... do we get rid of the dome? Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's, uh... Hey, uh, uh, ghoul buddies, uh, all of you need to hop over to that 
that bomb I just uh, accidentally shot, um, like pronto, post haste. This the body of the thought effect now begins to rapidly decompose. Oh, okay. Rapidly decompose. Wait, wait. After no intervention or after he casts banishment? After no intervention, because after the banishment no I didn't uh, consider as being a final no, thing. I had done it. It wouldn't be, been discussed. Is this also still like I'm not sure if we're still an in initiative. It's still my turn. You are still an um, in initiative. It okay. is still currently your turn right now, and you're going to send those things off. I'm going to send all three uh, of the ones that I raised to the sparking Omnibomb. Yeah. Because I did, you know, accidentally hit it with a Eldritch Blast just to kind of, you know, again, meet shield. I think the explosions are a bit beyond <laughs> meat. That's shield a good point. <laughs> uh, do I tell them to eat the decomposing remains of the thought of Vecna? No, Jarrell will just keep hitting it. Okay. Uh, uh, good luck. It's the end of my turn. All right. So that is the end of Felix's turn. We would be moving on to Quinn. Got to try to get rid of the dome somehow so we can run away from these bombs. Sure, sure, sure. Um, yeah, I guess I I'm going to take my action to investigate. Sure. Uh, what are we investigating? So I'm looking for. Well, I guess like this is a magical thing, right? So. Uh, I mean, like, I guess I'd be looking for a device to see if maybe it's not magical. I don't know. I really don't know. Um, let me think through this um, for a second. Uh, are you good at arcana checks? Mm -mm. Uh, let me see if my bardness helps with that in any way. Uh, I guess I'm not terrible at them. Um, I can attempt. Yeah, I guess I could. I could attempt something. Um, right. let me see if I can, um, kind of use my limited knowledge of magic because I have gained some magic based on using magic. Um, so my Arcana score is kind of a little bit higher than it was. Um, to see if I can figure out like why this or where this dome is like coming from. It's a 15. 15. Mm. Um, sort of looking closer, you can see the edges of the spell are starting to fray. It's just a very complex spell, so it hasn't quite fallen apart yet. But it looks like whoever casted it is no longer sustaining it. It so just hasn't quite gone yet. So it's got to be tied to the thought of Vecna in some way, but again, because it seems to be like constantly regenerating itself we need to find a way to permanently uh or maybe just disable run. it maybe, maybe we can't it's run dead. we're stuck in here but maybe maybe it's like i think yeah, like I say, it's starting to come apart at the edges a little right bit. it just didn't it instantly hurt. disappear it's multi-layered so it's just peeling apart and falling away okay okay um his investigation arcana well his arcana investigation determined that okay I know I used Bardic Inspiration on Jarrell and Paradil, but I think I held on. I was going to give one to Boris, but then I stopped, right? So I still have two left, but I think I'm still going to hold on to them. Um, 
I don't think there's a lot that he can help and do. I think like I wasted kind of my action doing the Arcana check. I think I should have just run. Yeah, run towards it. Well, yeah, you can run. still move. You run yeah, towards yeah, the yeah. barrier. No, I know. Um, all right, let me do that. I'm gonna do that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna run toward the dome, like run toward like a yeah, spot in the dome that like maybe I notice is a little bit weaker looking. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just any of the edges, like you can see it at the ground and at the edges of where it's impacting the building are starting to come apart. So, you know, you give it time, this thing's going to go. I don't mm -hmm, know how much mm -hmm. time. But um, which direction of a way are you looking to go? <laughs> uh, like, I'm trying to think of like where we're Direct at. Middle, so because we have a so, side. Yeah. Yes. You are on the west side of this tower, having mm -hmm. come in at a pretty much straight road, although things sort of open up to a plaza around the tower itself. You have your three bombs kind of spaced equally, maybe about 150 feet away from each other, sort of over the course of 300 feet across the front of this tower here. Right around the but tower. But if you were to set straight back down the street, that's probably your most direct away. Yeah, I'm going to just stay on the path that we came in on um, and just... Good go that direction all right uh, I'm back to the rest Quinn, of the group. sort yeah. of near the center so you would be kind of running in a center towards you know down the street yeah all and right. then I, sh I shout to the rest i was like it started to weaken we must go that seems yeah i was gonna say that 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 makes sense all right well uh, i guess on my next turn i'll try to follow you <laughs> <laughs> yes and i think that's it okay uh, dash Right, I can do that. Yeah. No, um, no, no, well, I can't. You no, took I can't. your action. Yeah. No, I. Yep, you're right. Yeah, you don't have cunning action because you're not. Well, I have action surge, but that's not what I'm going to use it for. <laughs> Fantastic. We get to the enemy's turn, and we get to the next part of uh, that rule. It is unconscious, but does not die. Instead, its body rapidly decomposes, and at the start of its next turn, the thought of Vecna becomes a cleaver gaunt with full hit points. Oh, I forgot about that. Fuck. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Fucking hell. I forgot. Yeah. Boo. Now it's in Boo. my spirit, Gary. Can you, can, you <laughs> remind me, can you remind me what a cleaver gaunt looks like or yes, how it so let's get let's get into it. It is about... And uh, let's sort of describe what happens as this thing comes up, because I read the rule, but we didn't really sort of describe the scene as the remains of the thought of Vecna and some other remains of just things from around here sort of start to pull themselves together. Bones sort of jerking towards each other, um, knitting together with the little pieces of uh, you know, tendon and other uh, loose muscle that might have been attached to him, almost reaching out like little tendrils to grab the other bones, the knee bone connecting to the shin bone, as it were, but in a very grotesque sort of uh, way. Things are kind of getting snappy and jerky, sort of like the cinematography in a tool music video as this thing rises up a much different set of uh, dimensions from what was left over from the admittedly very tiny thought of Vecna to something that stands about seven and a half feet tall with arms that continue to reach all the way down to the ground, big long blades at the end of them. But otherwise, this looks mostly like 
decomposed chunks of corpse sort of slapped together into with this. knives. Yeah. <laughs> with, with, yes, gigantic bone cleavers at the end of its two limbs. I always picture something like out of Alien. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm picturing there's too. There's a little yeah. bit of that. It's sort of that, and a little bit like a very sloppy, but very skinny, like almost the like frame stilty. of yeah, Frankenstein's like stilty monster without yeah. any of the beef and bulk really put onto it. Right. Like everything below the chest is sort of just an open abdomen. You can see the top of the hip bones and stuff, as it's just like the spine going down. By that point, it's it's nasty. It's just dripping gore and awfulness and it's Undead, sort of but more stabby yeah rears back it's you would say face but it lacks a lower jaw and still lets out this gurgling unholy screech like, kind of thing like murlocs but you know actually yeah, but, awful. but awful but like more awful than that yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i like that sound it's pretty uh, good does sound. Does it have Dave. to make the save against my spirit guardians or no? It doesn't. Does it is, it? is it entering the spell's effect for the first time, or if it starts its turn there, right? Or no, ends its turn there. Yeah. So starts, we'll deal with it at the end of its. <coughs> it is when it first starts. If it enters it its, or ends its turn. Enters or ends its turn. It's one of those conditions. Okay. So both or one of. Uh, just, I think. Well, it's, I think it's yeah. going to be a matter of whether you would consider it to have already been in the area the whole time, yeah. or if this is now a separate creature that is now entering the oh, area. Oh, it says an undesignated time. creature start turn or enters. It's the start of the turn. Start okay, of its turn. Of turn. Or okay, when so, it enters. Okay, so now this is yes. where it triggers. Then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this it triggers here, and uh, what is uh, what are we looking for? DC Wizard nineteen. Save. DC 19, um, we're talking a wisdom saving throw. All right. Come on, how could stabby bones be wise? <laughs> and we have actually 18 on the die, plus one oh. is 19. Oh, okay, plus matches. One. Yes. Well, unfortunate. unfortunate. Uh, so you take half damage. Takes half damage, okay. Uh, 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 14 to 7. 7 radiant. Okay. Okay, and it takes that damage from the Spirit Guardians. And it uh, kind of crouches down a little bit, sweeps its head back and forth, looks around, and then... Roll will die here to make a decision for me begins to charge at um we're gonna go with um yeah it's actually gonna come right at you Jarrell. okay what does it look like when it's coming at Jarrell? four attacks with the cleavers so it's crouched a little bit so it's digging these two bone claws into the ground to propel it forward along with its back legs sort of um coming does it at, drool like, at all dog um I wouldn't say drool as, like I said, it lacks that lower jaw, but there's nastiness dripping from everyone. I would say there's a little bit extra dripping from the lower head face area. A little bit of slobbering. Head face area. Yeah. 
Like but, as if uh, like there was like a tongue hanging out because there's no jaw to support it. It's just kind of yeah. like just flapping there. Yeah. We'll make uh, we'll make some attacks. It's going to be four attacks with the cleavers against Jarrell. One, two. Uh, let's see, a twenty and a twenty-five against armor 25, class. Guys. All right. And then we've got a nineteen plus ten. That's a twenty-nine and a. 15 against AC, so two uh, hits and two does, not. The 15 does not. Yeah, that's 30 slashing damage total. Okay. That is the end of its turn. Also, at the end of this turn, you see the uh, uh, shield start to fade just a little bit more. It's uh, definitely starting to come up. There's almost maybe about a foot space at the bottom where you could probably slide underneath it at this point. Okay. And that is the end of enemies and beginning of Jarrell. Uh, well, I don't want it to just hit me <laughs> as I run away from it. I was thinking about just making a run for it. Just to try it, because the explosion's going to take it out anyway. Um, but I will do two hits. Uh, first one is a five on the die, so 20. All right, yeah, that hits. And, uh, so the next one's going to be a hit two at 26. Yes. Um, let's see. These things are kind of beefy. I'll do a second level mm, beefy. Divine Smite. I'm kind of running out of these. I don't want to use them all. Right. Yeah, I was going to say, right. You already get, like, the improved Divine Smite on these hits anyways without even using any spell slots, so... Yeah, but, I, I mean, it's just me and Paradil fighting this thing right now. Uh, uh, oh, oh uh, how far are you away from it? You're close I enough. Can you, you can fire! I can fire things! <laughs> Dead. I got a 120-foot range on these Eldritch Blasts, baby! I'm sorry. I thought everybody was way far ahead of us for some reason. <laughs> Um, I'm only 10 feet away, too. Yeah, most okay, people yeah. haven't even gotten a turn to start running yet. <laughs> God, I'm insulted. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I'll just do a regular... Well, I'm going to do a second level Divine Smite. Um, so that's 3d8 plus... So that's 4d8. 45 radiant damage and 24 slashing. All right, uh, so it takes all of those. Um, you can also see that its skin is sizzling just a little bit now as you've hit it with the radiant damage. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> yeah. All right, so that is done. That is uh, the end of your turn. Are you doing any moving or anything? I I'm currently engaged that, you with just, it, so I don't want to yeah. trigger it. Okay, so we'll just stay closer to the tower then. All right, Boris, we have moved on to uh, your turn. All right, well, since Jarrell's currently up in its face, and I will definitely shock it by throwing a dagger at it. It's very surprising when Boris does that. Um, yes, it's, it's gonna... surprised. It's 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 like a sneak attack of some kind. <laughs> <laughs> Boris is going to throw a dagger. Oh, that's not awesome. Oh, that'll be fine. 25. 25 does hit. Excellent. 
Oh, it's not awesome, she says. It's only a 25, she says. My, my, my plus to hit is really good. The roll itself wasn't great. <laughs> mm-hmm. Same. <laughs> 41. Uh, piercing. 41 piercing. And that's uh, magical piercing, right? It is magical piercing. Okay. All right, it takes that. Okay. Uh, and then it's taken. We book it because I'm still on my magic fancy crab man. So okay. We're gonna be uh, running. So Hector's gonna dash. Okay. We determined last time, right? Right. He, he can yep, do he moves so on his own. Right. Yeah. So his right. dash would be 120 feet because his moves. 120 feet. feet. If the bubble's big enough for that, right? You fly past Quinn. <laughs> yeah, Zoom. But in the same no, 120 like feet. Away from if you're getting part. towards it, 120 feet is going to take you just about to the edge, which is good because the edge hasn't quite gotten quite high enough enough for you to get under without uh, Hector doing an incredible slide move and you doing some matrix shit. But I mean, you don't quite do get that. to there by the end of your time anyway. So hopefully by the time we get to your next turn, it'll be a little bit higher. And mm -hmm. it looks like it's starting starting to trend that way. It's about two feet off the ground now. Yeah, we could definitely matrix under that. But since we can't get that far. Yeah. And Sounds I, good. I think I have a plan. Good. And when we get to that in a couple of turns, oh, yeah. we will address it. But right now it is Paradil's turn to enact any plans he may have. You got it, buddy. All right, you little bitch. Here I come. <laughs> um, I forgot that I can dual wield my fucking longsword. Because yeah. I'm like strong enough to like have the one-handed longsword and the 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 scimitar as well. So I'm coming coming at it with dual plus ones uh, with Jamiroquai and Defunk. Ooh. That's that's true, right? I can do. Yeah, that, you have right? like, you have you have so many weapons on you. You just pull out whichever yeah. ones are 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 convenient for you. Yeah. Honestly. All right. Yeah, I'm coming at it. I'm gonna slash his little fucking dick off, his bone work dick, right into the cock with Jamiroquai. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Hope he's ready to have no more dick. I'm curious, does Paradell have like armor like Boris's where you're pulling weapons out of pockets or do you have like what looks like a one man band contraption full of weapons? <laughs> like, No, I've just got like a really good like back back work kind of thing. A rack. Yeah, I've got a rack. It's all meticulously I organized. I like to just... I like to think that like the the whip, the whip is on one hip, like the heavy crossbow is on the other hip. And then the three swords are just like All in over. an array on my yeah. back, like with the handle sticking up. Jamiroquai is going to do a little slash a lash. I'm going to take this bonework dick right off this body. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Mike perked right up on that one. <laughs> no, it's gross, Mike. That's, that's a 19 to hit. Okay. And... A seven damage. And seven more damage. Uh, that is a 30 to hit. Yeah, so 30 does the job. <laughs> I sure fucking hope so. <laughs> that was a 19 on the die. 
Uh, and that is a uh, seven damage. Seven damage. Um, I that's got a it. magical. That is, of course, magical because you said it was plus magical one. slash. Yep. He's wearing a magical top hat, playing a magical guitar solo. This magical slash. Is there Sound? a magical Leopardon next to him? Yeah. Yes. I don't know what that is, but I'm going <gasps> to say yes to sound smart. <laughs> what are you talking about? Charlie the Unicorn. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I got two more attacks with the right. Jamiroquois. Uh, that is a 19 to hit. A 19 matches. <clears throat> that is a six damage. All right. That is another 19 to hit. All right. Oh, yes. And it's kind of caught in the corner, but we'll call that a 12 damage. Ooh, all right. It is bloodied. Um, I mean, it already gonna, was, but it's more bloody now. I'm going to take my offhand attack with the Scimitar of War. Plus one, Dofunk. And that, yeah, that's a, that's a 29 to hit. Hell yeah. And that is an 11 damage. Magical slashing. Mm. Okay. All right, it takes those damage. Um, hack slash, hack slash. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think, wait, Dave, did that take his dick off? Um, well, I hate really that have... you asked that question. Didn't really have a dick per se. <laughs> that's a yes, baby. Ch 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 that sounds like a yes to me. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, that sounds like a yes to me. My some, my turn is done. My turn is over. Some giblets are cut off the crotchular region. There. <laughs> oh yeah, some bone giblets. <laughs> I hate this so much. Stop. He ended his turn. He ended his turn. Your turn is over. I award you no points. May God have mercy on your soul. This is a good game. <laughs> <laughs> and we return. Let me tick off another. To the top of initiative. We got 20 minutes uh, yep. left in the episode or so. All right. Yep. Felix, uh, we have returned to you. I what had are an idea. You doing? I would like to command my ghouls to actually uh, about face, essentially. All right. Try to run up to this like bone creature okay. and grapple it. Fair enough. How many are in range of being able to do that? Um, let's say two are in range and one is just outside of range. Okay, so I'm gonna have two at least make the attempt, and the third will try to jump in. Either if these fail or just as another one to grab. Sounds great. Succeed. Okay. So Since this thing is way bigger than them, it's gonna be a strength check. We have to, yeah, we have to do essentially grapple checks uh, individually for each creature. So okay. let's resolve ghoul number one. All right. Already now, toss in ghoul number one. Okay. Not good. Uh, that's an eight. All right, an eight versus. Let's see. Now, is that uh, saving throw or just a check? It's an athletics. It's athletics versus athletics if you're choosing strength. Okay. So if the creature stat doesn't have any bonus to athletics, then it's just the strength bonus. Okay. So like, Nine. 
Oh, fuck it. Fuck. All right. Four on the uh, die. <laughs> number two. Number two. Number two. All right. Now attempting the grapple. It's a 10 on the die plus one is an 11. 23. God damn it. All right. Well, they're, they're going to keep trying, and then the other one's going to keep trying too. And in the meantime, I'm also going to fire four Aldrich Blasts at it and run. All right. Uh, because I at least have one of those. Uh, so actually, hold on. I'm going to. I'm going to do something. I'm going to do something first. I'm going to move first so that I can position myself so that I'm running sort of diagonally like towards where Boris like started going in like Quinn. Sounds and good. So that, and so that where I'm facing, like where I'm shooting the, uh, the, the, the this, what, what, what's it actually called? The, like a bone work. Cleaver gaunt. Cleaver gaunt. Okay. This little motherfucker. Um, I want to position myself so that when I'm hitting it with the Eldritch Blasts, like when when one of them pushes it, it's pushing okay. it to, towards the tower, right? Away okay. from us and towards the tower. Um, as best as I can. I mean, I'm, I can only move 25 feet and then do this, right? So like... Sounds good. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to at least try to start moving in that direction and then fire four. Are you... I need to... I don't know if I can hold this up. I'm going to do my best not to disturb it. Um, <clears throat> so what this is, all right, for everybody, it's all ones. It's two 11s oh and, two, and two nat ones. What? So like every every side oh. of the dice is displaying a oh, one. No. It's just that two of those dice have two ones on them. And so oh, like no, it's no, no. Two, no, so no, 11, no, no. So two 22s and two nat ones. All right. Holy shit. Uh, that has never happened before. Hmm. That's fucked up. Nor should it happen again. I don't All ever right. want it to happen again. Let's resolve our 22s first. Sounds great. I love that for us. Um, straight up uh, 10 for each, so 24 damage. And 24 one of those, damage. One of those will push it 10 feet, and the other will reduce its movement speed by 10 feet. Okay. At the end of my next turn. Sounds good. So it is pushed 10 feet closer to the tower. Yep. But it does it not is. take it outside of the spirit guardians or anything. Wonderful. It is uh, slightly diminished in its movement. And I think that's it, right? Like nothing else happened there, so we could just move on, and I can end my and I can uh, command my familiar now. Yes. Um, by this point, um, there's about a five foot space underneath the um, uh, the uh, dome, by the way, as it is pulling okay. up and away from the tower. Uh, yes, you may command your familiar now. OK, good. Yeah, because nothing else happened that we have to address. Well, yes, we do command. have to uh, take care of those two ones. I have not forgotten. I just want to, you oh. know, build a little tension here. And, you know, you totally weren't being obvious at all there. No, not at all. Right. Because nothing else happened. And I'm yes. going to command Slim yeah. to give Jarrell the help action by essentially distracting this uh, cleaver gaunt a bit and giving Jarrell advantage on the next attack he makes against this One. thing. Because I feel like if anyone is going to stay back and fight this thing, it will be Jarrell. So, yeah. Oh, that's interesting, and that's equally interesting. Okay, so we do have to uh, take care of what happened with those two nat ones. The first sure one do. is going to hit the ghoul that did not make it into grapple and okay. obliterate it entirely. Yeah, it's going to be dead. The second one... Whoa, whoa, wait, 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 they have 22 hit points. I'll roll damage against it. All right, roll some damage then, sure, whatever. 
Nice. I rolled a one on that damage die too, but it's still plus five, so it takes six. All right. And is pushed ten feet away. <laughs> Fine, and minus. its movement speed reduced by ten feet. <laughs> Here, we'll take those. The second one, however, hits the first bomb that was hit the uh, hit again. There's now a lot of sparks coming off of it. I don't it like. It looks that. distressed. My goal here is to have the ghouls grapple this thing and pull it towards that bomb that is sparking and having issues. But, um, you know, the grapple checks aren't working out right now. Yeah. Got something for that, too. Got anything else, uh, Felix? No, that's it. All right. Fantastic. <laughs> feel like I've done plenty. Lord Southwind. He's caught a cold in his short, uh, short run. Um, <clears throat> okay, so I have been running away. Yes, uh-huh. you're the smart one here. Yep. Sure, but I also realize that I am, I am the one that has to also. What's the word I want? Not be a coward. So. <laughs> <laughs> Like people, like people are watching me. They're not actually watching me, but I think that they are. Boris so is making a run for it too. I can't, I can't make a cowardly decision here. So when I notice that the, um, what is it called, the cleaver something or other, cleaver gaunt, cleaver gaunt. Um, when I notice that this thing has risen, um, I, I pause. Uh, I look back and I, I make my way. Uh, Almost like one of those like comical like like whoop like I, I'm I'm turning around because I realize that things aren't done yet right uh, so I, I kind of do like a little curve around um, like oh just checking on this little dome thing oh oh okay uh, it's still intact all right coming back um, well, it's not though it's it's raising up you could get out I sure I could. <laughs> But what does that say about me then? I'm just, I'm just. Song, I'm just um, am I, am I able to get to anybody or near anybody? Um, well, you've made it a little ways away. Let's see. Quinn was uh, maybe about. Because um, Boris w- had passed me, hadn't she? But she's now passed me and hasn't turned back yet, right? Yeah, Boris uh, made it just about to the edge of the dome. So Boris is slightly past you, but not. Right. Significantly so, because Boris was coming from a bit further away, too. Sure, sure, sure. Um, I'm trying to think, because I have not really used up any of my spells yet. Um, I feel like we're getting to that point. Um, I'm going wait. to... Also, wait, did... aren't, aren't you hasted? Yeah, I was just reminding myself of that because that's why I thought I could dash remember yes, um you, so could that's have. What you could have but that's you okay that's all right um so I'm going to because that lasts up to a minute and it has not been a minute yet um because I think you're counting down rounds anyway aren't you I am um, counting down rounds towards something yes 
What what round are we in? Five? Uh, let's see. Uh, this is the fifth round. So at the end of this round, you will still be 30 seconds away from detonation. Provided sure. that nothing is tampered with any of the bombs and caused them to detonate earlier or differently. Yeah, because nothing did that. Nothing has happened <laughs> to the bombs. And no one here is responsible for that. No. Absolutely not. So not, not a soul. So when I come back, um, I basically I basically can get back to the same position I was initially in. Um, and there's nobody around that spot, right? Everyone was initially in. I mean, um, the Cleaver Gauntsman pushed about 10 feet away. Uh, Jarrell is still in the middle. Um, mm-hmm. Paradell's still very near him. Uh, Felix is not. Boris is not. And you have uh, re-approached that area. Sure. Okay. I'm going to cast... Uh, we're going to see how this goes. Synaptic Static at the Cleaver Gaunt. All right. Just based on on like the name of the of the spell. <laughs> um, so basically, um, Quinn starts to like rub the chest of his like the robe that he's wearing. So he's just like rubbing it, and then rubbing his nipples. <laughs> he, not he's, he's, no, he's creating not, static. He's, he's creating static. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Francesco. Okay. Like rubbing your feet on a rug, you know. Right, like, right, right. So he's just rubbing the fabric of his of his cloak, and then he snaps his fingers. Um and so now the Cleaver Gaunt must make an intelligence saving throw. It doesn't seem too smart. I know. Probably not. What's your what's your DC, Mike? Uh 19. It's pretty good. Well, better than that it used to be because I I bulked up my charisma. Okay. Um and it obviously does not pass. Ooh, that's exciting. Okay. So uh, you now take 8d6 psychic damage. Let me find all my d6s. It is resistant to psychic damage, so we'll count that in when we get there. I thought I remembered it being resistant to psychic damage from last time we fought these things. Not bad. 31, so he takes 16? 16 psychic damage? 15, 16, it, it roll, it rounds up, right? 16 psychic damage. It does now. Um, he also has muddled thoughts for a minute. Um, during this time, it must roll a D six and subtract the number rolled from all its attack rolls and ability checks, as well as its constitution saving throws to maintain concentration. The target can make an intelligence saving throw only at the end of its turn ending the effect. All right, so run that by me one more time. It has to make a check to do anything. So it has to make a check to do to attack, check ability or a constitution saving throw. So all so of no, the no, saving no. throws. What it, it, what it does is what it what it what it's saying is you roll a d6 and subtract that from any Oh, of that's what things. it is. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. hi. Okay, sounds good. Sorry, my brain's sort of mush, so the finer details. Um, <laughs> well, it's perfect because now, now he has muddled thoughts, so it 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 connects like- to the DM's thoughts. Okay, great. 
So um, <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect. Um, I'll just try to I'll try to be like cognizant of things and 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 help you out with that. Um, but his turn is next anyway. So by the end of his turn, we, he may be able to get out of it. But Here, his okay. entire next turn, cool. he has to deal with this. Um, that being said, I have haste. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and, um, how far away am I? Yeah. Am I from him? Um, let's see. You had gotten 30 feet away and then came 30 feet back. So you are back with the main group. Okay. So I'm, I'm within 30 feet of him. Yeah. Okay, so I am going to beeline it right up to uh, our friend. Okay. Oh my god, <laughs> just running right in, being brave. Oh yeah, being brave. This is this is my moment. <laughs> We're all gonna blow up. <laughs> right. Yeah. Pretty soon, probably. In five turns. In five. We have five turns. Yeah, or maybe. Less. Or, or less. less. <laughs> uh, but I believe that is the end of my turn because I'm not going to use a bardic inspiration. You don't get an extra. You get an extra action. Okay. So you, that was my extra action. Oh, because I I dashed and then oh, I okay, 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 cast okay, okay. and then I dashed. Gotcha. All right. So you cast, you dashed, and it is now you're right in front of it, and mm -hmm. it is the enemy's turn. Starting its turn in the uh, spirit guardians. Uh, yep, also, starting... Fran's thing probably had to save against the spirit guardians, and I forgot about that. <laughs> Oh, right. It's trying to grapple it. Uh, well, so both I'll, the undead things in the area. I'll, I'll, sure. do, I'll do I'll save with you, buddy. Let's see. I got two of them uh, in the area. Uh, these are wisdom saves and they both fail. They got 22 HP. They might be able to take it. Yeah, this time only a 17. OK. And then you all take 3d8 radiant damage. 11. Okay. All right. So there. Wait, all of us, all of us near him? No, 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 no. no, no. Just, just the undead. Just uh -oh. the undead, because oh, my dude. my my things were not designated as safe from that spell when it was first cast, because I didn't have them then. So yeah, they they are at half. They are both bloodied, because <laughs> they have 22 HP. So yep, it takes that damage, and otherwise we are into the turn now. Um, we're gonna make the cleaver attacks. Um, at, well, the only person in direct melee range, which is Quinn. Now, I mean, those are all going to be minus D6 on those attacks. Correct. Is it the same D6 or am I rolling a D6 with each of those? It says you roll I, a D6 and then subtract it from. OK, whatever. So common, yeah. All right. I will roll a common or do you roll the common D6 then, Mike? It's up to you. Whatever you want me to I do. Think, I All think right. it says. Hold on. Hold on let's, let's, I think it depends. I think it. I think. I it think it does say they roll. Yeah. Uh, is Quinn within five feet of me? No. Okay. It was pushed ten feet away from you, so Quinn is ten feet away from you now. Okay. Yeah, during that time, it rolls a d6 and subtracts the number rolled from all of its attack rolls and ability checks. So it's one. Okay. It's right. one. You rolled one d6, and then that's the number that gets subtracted from. All of that stuff. Oh. Yep. So I've rolled a d6 and it is a two. OK, OK. So, so we'll be my... subtracting two from our attack rolls. Mm -hmm. That's something. Okay. And All ability right. checks and con saves. Yep. 
for so we'll just hold on to that too. Uh, let's see. First one is going to be a 26, which is a 24 against AC. Second one is going to be a 19, which becomes 17. What what kind of attacks are these? I'm sorry. These are the cleaver attacks, which is a melee weapon attack. Okay. With a 10 foot reach. What's your AC now, Quinn? Oh, it's not that high. Um, 16, 18. 18. Okay, well, that was relevant. So uh, the first one hits, the second one does not. Sweet. The third one is going to hit with an 18, 28, 26. And the fourth one is, let's see, that is 10 plus 10. That's 20, 19, 18. That, you said that matches? Yep. All right. So that's three then that get through. 2d12 plus five slashing. So the first one is 12 plus 6, it's 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. 4, 4, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, so 23, 13, that's 36. 2, 2, that's 4, so 45 total slashing. Ow. Okay. So on one of those, I'm going to parry. Okay, the first one was 23 damage. So. It does, it, I'm just going to subtract it from the whole thing. So, okay. for, so from 45, Matter, yeah. I'm taking away six. So I take 39 damage. Okay. I just figured that was the easiest way to do it. Hey, Jarrell, what's the radius of your spirit guardians? Uh, 15 feet. 15 feet. So just inside right now. Okay. Yep. Also. So there's me. 10 feet. It's 15 feet there, which puts another 15 feet past it. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Wonderful. Okay. Good. Just doing doing a little bit of geographical uh, math here because uh, let's see. So we've done our attacks. We're going to do some innate spellcasting, and with that innate spellcasting, we're going to cast Misty Step. Um, how far is it away from me right now when it when it's casting that spell? <laughs> uh, let's see, Felix, uh, you have moved uh, pretty towards 20. the edge of the bubble. Let's see, that is maybe about 110, 120 feet there. So I would say you are probably a good 80 feet away. Fuck. Quinn, does your okay. mage slayer right, only never mind. trigger when they attack with a spell? Um, the mage slayer is only when they so when they cast any spell. Um, so cast they, spell. Okay. Um, sorry, yeah. I was reading something else. I, I forgot I had the Iune Stone, so I was just checking on something with that too. Well, yeah. he um, he's but he used his reaction. I was gonna to say I also parry. already used my reaction, so oh, I can't do anything. Damn. Yeah, um, and I that cannot react because yeah. it's not within sixty feet of me. I was gonna try to counterspell that, but I yeah, am not within sixty feet. It will be fifty feet away from you at the end of its misty step. Yeah, it's will already resolved the spell at that point. So yeah, it will then take its move and take another twenty. Um, past that towards <laughs> you, Felix. That's well, fine. really, just kind of, yeah, also charging away from the tower. Do I get uh, an attack of opportunity? Well, it didn't move. It cast a spell to get out. Right, right. Yeah. If you had that 
It literally, no. it literally disappeared and then reappeared fifty gotcha. feet away yeah, from yeah. me. Sorry, I, I missed exactly what the spell was. My, that was my yeah, bad. it was a misty step. Um, gotcha. So it did that, then moved another twenty feet. So that's uh, let's see, five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty, thirty-five feet away from Jarrell. Okay, good. <laughs> All right, so we've done that. Uh, we've done our move. Um, any kind of actions, any bonus actions? That sounds good. That's the end of enemies now. And we are on to Jarrell. Okay, so now where exactly is it in relation to the bombs? Um, so if you Further were facing away. the tower, uh, the first bomb is maybe about 30 feet in front of you and the others are 150 feet off to either side of that. The Cleaver Gaunt is 35 feet behind you. So he's running in the opposite direction? Yes. Okay. So towards Felix right now, away from the tower as well. Okay, but like that's um, wait, like yeah. in, in a non-explosive direction? Yes. Okay. Uh, Jarrell is going to give chase. He's 35 feet away from me? Yeah. And actually, hold on, wait, Dave. Did you take into account the reduced movement speed when it was moving towards me after the misty step? Yes, 20 feet instead of 30. Okay, just making sure. Uh, so my spirit guardians will catch up with it first. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. If- no, that still resolves on its turn, though, correct? Uh, en- it is now it's entering, entering the spell's again. area for the first time on a new <laughs> turn. Right, so then we take that check again, then? Yeah. Things are so useful and stuff like this. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a floating aura of smash. Yep, and that's a 14. Okay, so one hit from each uh, St. Cuthbert, Joseph the Just, and my father <laughs> do 18 radiant damage to the creature. All right. Um, is five feet enough for me to hit it with my sword or is that out of reach? I think melee range is considered five feet, but... Because it's five feet away from me right now. Yeah. But I, I, I mean, can I hit it? Yes, you can. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Let's say it's within can your Can I hit it? <laughs> yeah, I can hit him? Okay. Yeah. Uh... So if it's still alive, then I will strike it and make it alive no longer. <laughs> I rolled a three, but it's plus 15. So it's an 18. Right. Remember, it's a 19 to hit this guy. Okay. I was going to say. Ah, <laughs> oh, I rolled another three. Well, I'm going to use Quinn's uh, Bardic Inspiration on this one. And that's a D10 now. A D12, because I'm 15 level. Yeah. I can't not hit this thing right now. Uh, so that makes it a 26. All right. Um, I'm just going to do my base level. I get 2D8. Plus 2D10. Uh, that's... 27 radiant damage and 11 slashing. 
Okay, just a quick question. Now, none of those uh, things you do have a turn on dead component in them, does it? Nope. Okay. N nope. All right, that is sufficient damage to destroy the cleaver gaunt. Okay. Uh, and he's going to turn to Felix and say, Felix, have your horrible monsters take the bomb further away. Great idea. Lord Jarrell, you have destroyed the cleaver gaunt. It is, for lack of a better term, cleft in twain by uh, the sword of justice. As it falls apart, you are out of initiative, which now means it is, checks my watch, roughly 30 seconds till uh, when you think the bombs will go off. And that's where we're going to end our episode tonight. Uh, uh, if you like these awful things that I do, we can be found on the internet. We are on Facebook, so long as it continues to exist. We are on uh, Instagram, so long as that continues to exist for those who are, uh, you know, uh, Zuckerberg inclined. We're on Twitter for however many days it will continue. Um, all of those places will take you to the crown jewel of our internet presence, our Discord server. We hope Discord stays a nice long time because that is really the best place to interact with us. And we would encourage you to come and join our Discord server and talk to us and, uh, you know, become part of our growing community. Yeah, and hey, listen, if except, you... Oh, except... Right, sorry. <laughs> except, except for... Jeff. Except for you, Jeff. That's right. Uh, stay away. Stay away from Jeff, our Discord if you channel. join, if, if you join this Discord server and start talking shit, just I'm know. I'm, we're wait, I'm we're waiting. We are ready for you. Yeah. Um, also... Uh, if you don't use social media at all, but still wanted to join our Discord server, there's actually a link in every episode description uh, that has the invite to have you pop on in and join the conversation. Hey, that's pretty great. I should remember that for our uh, future outros. But anyway, uh, speaking of outros, if you really like us, you could uh, leave us a five-star review on the podcast service of your choice. Um, you know, any reviews we get, uh, they contribute to our visibility. People can uh, see us a little better. It helps get us uh, matched up with like-minded people, uh, you know, who are uh, leaving the kind of reviews that uh, you're leaving, who are picking up the kind of energy that you're putting down. You know, let us know. Oh, yeah. And uh, now, should uh, such a thing happen, we will find you with our special set of skills. We will read your comment out loud, and we will recognize you as the five-star person that you are. Uh, shout out to the one person who gave us something that was below a five star uh, rating on Spotify. Hey, we are now four point nine stars on Spotify. So shout out to whomever did not give us a five star rating. And that makes us Dave's more dream. That makes Dave's us more dream has come true. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out to that one hater or that one person who was just kind of like it's not a hater. Can we, we were, see that? Do we know? Do we know what they no, gave us? I have zero analytics when it comes to where the reviews or where the ratings come from because it's all—it's only a rating, right? There's no review that's attached to it. So, like, well, it's probably just, fucking Jeff. Fuck you, Jeff. Yeah, you know what? It probably <laughs> was you, Jeff. Motherfucker. We'll find God you. Damn it. I'm down for it because you know what? That means somebody was like, "Yeah, they're good, but they could be better," and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. I, I mean, am. We could be. I better. mean, we could definitely be better, but <laughs> <laughs> whatever. I know one person that can definitely stand to get better. <laughs> yeah, we all know who that person is. Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> Missing something here, and it's glorious. Yep. Anyhow, 
since uh, <laughs> since there's a hole in my knowledge. It's like a donut. Since donuts are superior, I want to keep it that way. Other things oh. that are superior is your love for us. If you were to truly, really, really like us, if you did such a thing, you might uh, donate to our Patreon, patreon.com slash heroes. We have a variety of reward tiers. Uh, some of the cooler ones might get you into our patron lounge channel and our Discord, where we post with our pinkies up. Uh, it also gets you access to some outtakes and some, uh, you know, hot takes and some clips and, uh, you know, sort of a between two podcasts thing that they do mm-hmm. and try to loop me in on at the end. Um, it's pretty awesome as well. Yeah, and I'll actually just uh, offer a little blurb because I recently, rest- like, quote unquote, restructured our reward tiers on Patreon. Not much changed, but the majority of the content, the bonus content that we create is literally the price of a cup of coffee every month. Like I put it all at the $5 tier that gets you access to the patron lounge. It gets access to the bloopers, the between two episodes content. The only things that would be at the higher tier currently, at least at the stage of, you know, ending this campaign is like we have like the contents of James's notebook from episodes one through a hundred. We got fucking, we got uh, all, all those like Hedrick songs that Phil just like recorded acapellas of like, you know, like I put that kind of stuff, you know, at a more, you know, $10 cares right but like you know it's for you know to support the the boys and 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 the the hard work and also crazy ramblings that they've done but you know we try to keep it fair and just as a little small way of of us saying thanks here's some extra stuff for you and and for you know for supporting our show i haven't gotten really pizza in years (laughs) yeah i guess it's you know it'll be time for a pizza party soon enough i'd say we, we got we got a free lunch on Saturday, John. Oh yeah, oh, yeah that counts. Yeah. That counts. Oh yeah, that's uh, counts. All that counts. the chips you choose to eat. The, the, I, will, the lunch I will be that I forcibly I, ejected onto the yeah. side of the highway. We will be releasing that the video for that one chip challenge to the to the five dollar tier. That's where most of our patrons are at, and I want to make sure all of you get a chance to see that because it was <laughs> an experience. Is it? Uh, um, so yeah, keep your eyes open for that once that's edited down. And if you like us right now, you like us, Sally Field and the whole deal, get a busking permit for the metaverse and write a bunch of songs about how much our podcast rules in the metaverse. Bye. (laughs) Doable. It's incredible. Anyway, the only thing I can do after something like that is outro our cast, and I will do so by starting with my on my right with the fabulous Felix Fizzlebottom played by Frank No! My plans! To his right we have Lord John Rowell the Light played by John. Until next time. To his right we have Herta Lincoln Woods played by Zach. So lug. To his right we have Boris the Butcher played by Nicole. Keep running Hector until you hear a big boom. And to her right we have Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind, played by Mike. I was not running away, I was running toward freedom. And my name is Dave, I've been your host and Dungeon Master this evening. We will see you next week, same bad time, same bad channel. Bye-bye now. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. So long. Bye-bye.